RadioInfluence.com. The DJ Eakin Podcast. We are here yet again. DJ Eakin and, of course, the lovely Miss Brittany Gonzalez. How are you? Hey, you know what? I'm good. I am so much better. I had a few mental breakdowns last week and the beginning of this week, but I'm good. Like, I feel like that really helped me to be good right now. And then you're talking about my response. You, you see what I get? I, you, you see? No, no, not that particular instance. I'm just talking about how you just, oh my God, I had a breakdown last week and a breakdown yesterday and this morning I didn't eat breakfast and broke down when I, I didn't. Because if you, if you would have asked me two days ago, I would have been like, it's really bad, Egan. I hate it here. Well, you, you know, well, you know, Brittany, you, you have those days. You have those days and you're allowed to have those days. We are still in a pandemic, even though it doesn't exactly <laughs> seem like it. We are still not in, in a Florida. pandemic. Mm. You, the, the Rona's not even here anymore in Florida. Let me tell you, you something. Know that let, let, me, let me help you out with that. Just because they got a curfew in Miami don't mean you can't catch the Rona before 10. You can catch the Rona. <laughs> you can catch the Rona at 7.45 p.m. You can catch the Rona at 3.15 p.m. Don't let nobody fool you. You can catch the Rona at 11.27 a.m. walking your ass out of the supermarket. You can catch the Rona, okay? I don't care if they, got, if they say you got to go in the house at 11 p.m. You can catch the Rona. You can catch the Rona. Let me help you out. You can catch the Rona at 9.03 a.m. Checking your post office box. All right? Just so they know. All right? Shouts out to Radio Influence. Brittany, I am back in studio. You see? I, it looks good. Yes. Oh, wait a minute. I don't know about that. Are you saying that normally my last few locations have not looked no. good? No. Mine have been a struggle, but I, I added some little uh, blue fur for, you know, for uh, well, a vibe. I, so I want, I'm, I'm loving yours. Okay, I appreciate it. I want to say I love yours too. And I have to say this because this guy's kind of got my back. He kind of makes sure I'm in place. And in play, my guy Dave House, we have to keep these kind of backgrounds. Aesthetically speaking, Dave House says he'd like to see the DJ can pod with the lovely Brittany Gonzalez, who he does like seeing you. I'm not sure what that means. He does like seeing <laughs> you, but he wants us to keep these aesthetically cool backgrounds going, all right? We need it. We need it. Okay, so. yeah, because when you come up here with that whole, like, black thing, I'm thinking, I'm not sure we, if we're about to do the vagina monologues or something. I'm not sure what's about to happen, but... <laughs> I tried. You know what? Look, it's all about experimenting, Egan, and that's what you got to do. Some stuff's going to work and some stuff's going to be a hot mess. Well, I, I wouldn't even say it's a hot mess. And first off, let, let me say this, too, so that that way you understand that I practice what I preach. I look forward to this time with you every week. Oh, that was so sweet. Yeah, I do. Now, so, so, you know, if you got to experiment sometimes, it ain't wrong, but I do. Look forward. Let me say this again so you understand how I feel. <laughs> I do look forward to this time with you every week. Same. You know? You, and, and for those of you that are part of, of Team Eakin, the family, <laughs> the DJ Eakin podcast, if you get a chance to go over to our YouTube channel and check it out, Brittany don't even know what to say with this version of DJ Eakin. She don't even know what to say. I feel like there's been so much growth in a week. What happened? In a week? Brittany, what you trying? You trying to say I wasn't... I, you you trying to say I was beneath this last week? I'm just saying it might have been a different Egan last week. Brittany, first off, if you think about a week ago, Tony was on the show. She is Thursday. not going to let me act any kind of way. Tony was on the show last week. She is <laughs> not right, going to let me right. act any kind of way. That's why, yeah. We so, need her back. What are you... Brittany, I'm... I'm growing right here. Look at this right here. No, I love to see it. Egan. I'm so proud of you. You know what, Brittany? What I'd also like to do, you know what? I think we've been doing this, this show for a while. And to show my appreciation, I'm going to come to Fort Myers soon, and we're going to have a nice dinner. <gasps> you can pick the spot. Within Brazilian reason, Steakhouse. What? Hold on now. You just you, 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 hold on just a minute. Why is it that when you why is it that when you when you when when a, a, a guy immediately says, I want to have a nice dinner, why doesn't why does it steakhouse? It just immediately that just Brittany, you don't know what my budget is. We coming out of a pandemic. I feel like I deserve it. So I was like, I'm not really worried about your budget. Wow. I have you wait a minute. <laughs> I see your growth too. I see it. Brittany, you lost your fur back there. I see your growth. Oh no! My background's falling. Look, and, and and you know what it is? You know what it is? It's not even so bad about 
Maybe the word steakhouse just sound expensive. It could just be. It me. is expensive. No, it is expensive. But okay, I'll spare you on that one. I just really have been wanting to go, to be honest. But um, no, there's a couple spots over here I think you'd really like. Um, Brittany, you know, what kind of food do I like? What kind of food do I like? Actually, well, I like them, so I imagine you like <laughs> oh, them. <laughs> so, so now the real truth is coming out. No, do you like, okay, so there's this place, it's a Korean steakhouse, and they do, oh, damn, it's another steakhouse. I just That's, realized. We, just, we know what you got a taste for, but I am liking the sound of this. Go ahead. There was the, okay. There's the Korean one, and that's where you cook your food at the table. But what like, they you don't have, know what it's called. You know what it's called? It's called Ember. Okay. I was, and, I, I, I was not trying. I didn't get that part. Well, I didn't want to give them a shout out, you know, because it's okay. I'm we ain't that to, big yet. Look, believe me. Once we get to that point, though, ain't no shout outs. We'd be like, you know, that spot that we went to, and tell, then we like, did they give us <laughs> okay. a meal? Did they cut the check? But right now, you know, we can mention a few spots. They'll know. They'll know we know how to do it. They know we know how to do it. <laughs> Exactly. They know. So this poppin' spot, Ember, it, for real, I love it. It's got a good vibe in it. It's very modern inside. And then you can cook at the table, right? And they give you like seven to eight different side dishes for while while you're waiting for the meat and, it's, and cooking it too. And legit, each dish you want to eat by itself, like the side dishes. And they're tiny, but you get refills. <gasps> so good. Let alone like <laughs> Wait, what's that? What's that move again? What's that move? <gasps> what's that one? What's that move right there? <laughs> to tell me how good it is. It is so, yes. Yeah, like literally, and they have this amazing drink. It's a Mai Tai, but they make it different. Ikin. Oh, it's, it's a mood. It's literally like so good. In the words of one of my big brothers, his name is Hannah's Baby Boy Stu, I am balling on a budget, so I will cover your meal. You get your own damn drinks. Is that don't sound that don't sound like a celebration <laughs> dinner? Okay, I can get the drinks too. So that that's a suggestion. Okay, so Ember, another steakhouse, of course. Which what's, what's your other suggestion? Because I, I guess there's three spots that we, uh, I get to choose from. This other one's been disappointing me lately. It's a Peruvian spot. And they usually have really good food, but I don't know. They change like their the oil they use or something on the, the stove top and you get a little greasy feeling in your mouth. I right. don't like that. That's cheap oil. Yeah, I don't want a so, greasy feeling in my mouth. That's just, just not in the mood for a greasy feeling in my mouth right now. <laughs> just not in the mood coming out of a pandemic. Not it's not <laughs> it's not the good kind. But sushi. That's in Naples, actually. But yeah, there's I'm a not a sushi guy. But you know what? We no, I'm not honest, and I don't even honestly, I don't even exact, I don't even have a real reason why I'm not a sushi guy. Are you? Have you even eaten it? Tried it? I have tried it before, but in the amount of time that I've been in Florida, it's been such a little sample that I can't even yeah. count that I've tried it. Yeah. So then you you definitely don't know what sushi is, but you also hate it. And I, I didn't say I hate it. I just don't. I just. I'm one of these people, honestly, like if I haven't really tried something, I have to really like you to try it. And there, I, I, but I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Like, like, like what I'm you getting your better. company you have to like your company to try something new. There was a young lady that I was dating and I actually loved her to pieces. So if we went somewhere, even though it was a fight, if she said, try this, I would try that. But on the norm, I'd be like, you ordered that you eat it. <laughs> Sorry, just how I am. I'm just, I just, you know, but I, but I have gotten better at that. Cause you know, like you said, that's how you learn new things. So I have to be like, I'll try it. Yeah. But if you order it, you're going to eat it. I'm not, I'm, and we're not eating what's on my plate. You order to sh- eat the shit that's on your plate. That's what we're going to do. What we're not going <laughs> to do is you pick off my plate, the entire meal. And then you See, still got like yours. That. I don't like that. Why are you telling me I can't have some of your food? I didn't say you couldn't have some Brittany, but once you get that first fork full, we're probably going to be done. Cause I'm paying too, which means you could have ordered what you wanted. That's true. Okay, well, if that's on the table, I would have just ordered that extra. Yeah, well, do, do what you got to do. That's your one night. That's your one. Look, that's your. I'm letting you know up front. This will be your one night of celebration. That's I can afford all I it. Need. Yeah, you know what that's I'm saying. I got I, it. I got it. Brittany, um, today what I wanted to do, and I, I was thinking about this when you know, um, for those who don't know know a lot about you know this podcast world or this this world of doing a show in, in general, we do a little thing called show prep, which means we prepare for the things that we're going to talk about. So we look at things that might go on in the week. We look at things that have happened, you know, before things that might be coming up. And on this show, since it's heavily hip hop influenced, because that is what I feel is kind of our background being children of hip hop. We kind of come from that space, but within hip hop, what I also think that a lot of people have come to realize is that, Hip hop is in the middle of everything. Sports, tech, entertainment, lifestyle. It's it that that's just what we are. So I don't really feel like there's anything that we can't touch. So with that yeah. being said, I, I wanted to title today's show 21 Questions. 
And by that, what I mean was there's not any particular topic, but I wanted you to have a few topics and me have a few topics and we just shoot them at each other. And which means, you know, like, like if you want to go first, you'd be like, Ekin, what are your thoughts on such and such? Or, you know, like if you want me to go first, I'm prepared to go first, however you want to do it. But today's show is 21 questions and there's, there's no, there's no boundaries. So if it's something you want to ask that you feel it's, if it's personal, if it's fake news, if it's real news, if it's, if it's something that's going on in entertainment, in mm-hmm. lifestyle, if it's something you want to bring back up that you want us to talk about today is that day. So I don't know if you want me to go first to show you to show you how my thought process goes, or would you like I to go first? W- so you're gonna start. You have the first question. I am gonna start the first question of Brittany and Eakin's first ever 21 question. Shouts out to 50 Cent, you know, because you know, girl, would you love me now? Oh, I love that song. Would that song you love so- me if I was down and, and out, out, but I still got love, for, love you. for you, girl. You know what's crazy about that? Now that I think about it, Fifty Cent shut Ja Rule down, and then he started singing like Ja Rule. <laughs> <laughs> I never noticed yeah, that. Yeah, he, he shut yeah. Ja Rule's whole he shut Ja Rule's whole movement down. How Ja Rule was always having songs with singing in it. Ja Rule kind of had a real mel- melodic style. Fifty shut him down, and then made all these songs where he's singing. Girl, I mean that's Nate Dog, but think about a lot of fifty songs. I yeah. just feel like I'll take you to yeah. the candy shop. Come on, man. If I was your best friend, come on, fifty. He got him. Like he got they, hits. He got him. They need to end that beef already. Mm, that ain't never gonna end. I don't think that that is one beef that is never ever <laughs> ever 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 gonna end. You're right. Fifty's too petty. Yeah, He's he, petty. he is like. I thought I was petty. I thought I was petty, seriously. And you are. And you are. But yeah, yeah, I, I, I kind of pride myself on being high on the petty list. You know. But <laughs> let's get into this, Brittany. Um, like I said, Brittany and Eakin's first ever edition of 21 Questions. And here is my first question for you, Brittany. Okay. Do you think that you, more so than me, along with your entire female population... Okay. Oh, Tory Lanes, an apology. For a while, I owe him a punch in the face. What? I hold him. Uh, uh, I don't even use guns, and he uh, he's owed a couple pop pops. Oh, okay. A couple pew pews. Hold on, okay? Brittany. Brittany, a hold pew, on. Pew, pew, pew. Hold on, Brittany. Hold on. Right in his feet first. Okay. Now, feet now, for feet. a feet for a feet. You got something else? Because I, I got to let you get it, your answer oh. before I come back with a kind of rebuttal. Because every no. time I get ready, every time I seem like I might want to defend him, you didn't pew, 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 pew. I got I to gotta slow down. They're going. Go ahead. I'll oh. put my guns away. Okay. Yeah, put your guns away. Thank you. Put your guns away for a second. Now, All right. let's talk about Tory Lanez and Meg Thee Stallion for a second. Now, addressing what my issue has been for the longest. Never thought whoever shot who was right. But I did always say that something seemed a little off about Megan's story. And again, this wasn't victim blaming because that's not what I'm doing either. Because again, I very much respect the ladies. I very much believe that no woman should come under that kind of harm. But I did have an issue. And I told you this about Megan always wanting to go like live and to IG, but not talking to the police. Right. I, I told okay. you. That. Okay. Now, Again, this doesn't make Tory right. Again, let's also be clear because I like, I, I figure you have to say these things now in the digital world. I'm not saying that Megan um, per se has to prove anything extra to me. But what I am saying is I don't hold Megan, and I've said this, as part of the no snitch culture. So if you as a woman had something happen to you and a man harmed you, then turn his ass in, right? So- Yes. We had all you want to jump in real quick? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Okay. Go so ahead. we had all of that be said. I just want to bring everybody to where I was so that they don't I'm not like again, I don't want people to feel like in this segment or any segment that I'm jumping on Megan, the victim blaming thing. I don't want to be a part of that, so I'm making it clear. But then Tori drops this album. Tori drops this album called Daystar. And what Brittany, I know you may hate to think about it. I know you may hate to think about it, Brittany. But I know you had to listen to a couple of those songs. I know you had to listen to a couple of those songs. 
I only listened to the one about money over. What was it? Something. It was where he talks about the situation, the shooting situation okay. that basically, you know, he, it didn't happen. He denied shooting her in the damn foot, said, how did I shoot you in the foot? And I had no tendons or muscles. Right. OK. So you heard that one. Right. What did uh-huh. you think when you first heard that one? First of all, I was like, why are you dropping music right now? You haven't picked up the phone to call Megan. You have not spoken to her directly. Wait a minute. And didn't he, put- he say, didn't he say he tried to call her? And then didn't, didn't you, didn't, wasn't y'all also proud that she had blocked him and this and that and the other? Well, I didn't know she blocked him. But well, she, I no, she, no, she get- blocked, she unfollowed him on Instagram or something. I think that was, because right. you know, that's what you like. You like that kind of pettiness right there. <laughs> And so, right, she unfollowed him. So he still had a form of communication to get to her. The fo- he had her phone number. And if he didn't, he has her team. So he can get a connection real quick. No, he spent all this time in quarantine in silence, okay, writing music. You were writing songs? Like, no. And then on top of that, he wants to drop it when all this literally the case with Breonna Taylor and the, the injustice, the no justice that we got there. Now you want to drop music? Like, it made no sense to me. It was disrespectful. It was tone deaf. And he's an idiot. Okay. Now, let me throw this in there to you. And this is still all with this same point. How come, and I'm going to get back to more of what I think about this Tory album. How come nobody is saying this same thing about dropping music when Beyonce dropped Lemonade? Because she didn't have to, she could have handled her, she could have handled, because when everybody feels, and I, and if I'm not mistaken, you can tell me if I'm wrong, didn't everybody feel like Lemonade was Beyonce addressing her issues in her marriage to Jay-Z? Jay-Z? Right. Now, right. Minus, the, minus the gun part, minus the gun part again, why was that okay for Beyonce to give you guys her whole story in Lemonade, but Tori can't tell his story on Daystar? Well, because she was already, she was still with Jay-Z. Like, they worked it out. She obviously spoke to him about it. I don't think that she wrote all that music without letting give him a, giving him a heads up. Like, hey, I'm going to kind of put this all out there. But that's, you know? does that, Brittany, don't try to laugh it off. Because I, I am not going to allow you to laugh this off right here like that First is okay. Off. Because they made a bunch of money off of it. They went on tour off of it. Y'all was singing every one of them songs. And, and don't, let's not forget how much y'all was in them comments and on Twitter talking about, Becky with the good hair. We had to hear that every day. That was a that was an Instagram post. That was a hashtag. But Tory <laughs> drops an album and people are accusing him online that he can't read the room. Is it because Megan got shot or is it because he's a man? It's because Megan got shot, Egan. Doesn't have nothing to do with him being a man. Megan got shot. Beyonce got cheated on. She's the victim here, okay? So if she wants to write the song, it would be different if she shot Jay-Z and then she's playing victim on... I mean, if she cheated on Jay-Z and she's playing victim or rewriting the story, like, yeah, that's messed up. No, she was cheated on. She's the victim. Megan was shot. She's the victim. And you need to make that right. I just feel like, look, it's not every day you shoot your friend or your girl, you know, in the foot. But we all got to accept that we somehow we got to this point. It got out of hand. It got crazy. We need to talk this out. Or at least I'm going to try. And he didn't do that. A text message ain't enough. I was drunk. I'm sorry. You were drunk? That's what they were saying, that he sent a text message to her the next day. I'm so sorry. I was so drunk. Okay. Now. Here's my, uh, again, I'm going to get a deeper dive. You're going to have to dive a little deeper with me. Hold on with me. And don't bring your guns back out because I'm not going to let you just shoot Tori like that. Now, put your guns up. Now, again, addressing Tori. The reason I asked that we owe, kind of the reason I asked that we owe an apology is because you just made a very good point. We're all not sure of what really happened. All we know is that Megan got shot. That's the part that that we all kind of agree on. I'm not sure right now that we all agree on Tori getting shot. I mean, Tori shooting her. But let me really? give you, hold on, hold on. I, well, I, let me tell you, let me give you this right here because you didn't listen to the whole album. Tori has a song on that album called Sorry, But I Had To. And here's the reason that I gave the album a listen. For one, when you're a creative, and again, I'm not saying that these things are right. But when you're a creative, sometimes I don't think that you know how to get things out other than through your art. That's one thing. Not saying it's right. Again, your rebuttal is always welcome. I'm playing devil's advocate here. You okay? Now, and also number two, let's not forget, he can't say but so much, so he can't run 
to these blogs like everybody else would do and leak information or be on everybody's morning show and talk about it because there is an open case. So like you, I do get it. I get what, what, what on the one hand where you stand and you go, but you making music, bro? You trying to capitalize? But y'all allow Beyonce to make lemonade, Brittany. You allow, and you can't, I don't think it's, you can just say because nobody got shot. I, I don't think so. I mean, again, I don't know everything. I'm playing devil's I, advocate. People okay. can come. All I ask is that when people come at me, don't shoot me. I just want to be here tomorrow. Don't come at me with both guns because Brittany got both guns out. Can I pull them back yeah, out now? If you got to, because uh, do you want me to give you these lyrics first and then you get your guns oh, out? Okay, 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 okay. Okay, let me give you the lyrics first. Okay. Now, again, the song is called Sorry, But I Had To. Now, here are some lyrics that made me kind of really go, wow. Okay. I'm watching niggas analyze me, how you protecting me, but made this whole plan to fry me. Since the event, you never call me, but you can't deny me. If you got shot from behind, how can you identify me? It's funny how you got these little foo-foo, four-plaque little juju niggas talking Zulu. I could have made the shooters make a movie like it's Hulu. But who these new niggas talking, bopping, and popping shit, but got less than four accomplishments, I got way more to lose than you do. Okay, now hold on. Now, mm-hmm. you, you want to jump in there? Because he, he, he asked her, how can you identify me if you got shot from behind? Well, that's a fair question. I will give you that. That is a fair question. It's like, but how did you? Okay. Besides the fact that, like, all right, I guess, bro, I didn't see you do it, but who who did it? My friend that was in the car? No. Who did it? The security? What, who who was all saying that it was Tori other than Megan? Did the friend come out and say anything? You want to know why she did it? Because Tori bought her a chain. Did you know that? I the don't. Again, that was in the- I, again, I don't know. I'm I'm at. This well, is I'm my question you. for you. Okay. Yeah, I see you got your guns out. Let me let me put my bulletproof oh, sorry, vest on. Man. No, you can pull them out. It's, it's your turn. Okay. Let me put my okay. bulletproof vest because I wait a minute because I do know that these guns ain't for me. They for Tori. I just happen to be the one that asked the question, so I don't take it personal. Go ahead, get you, get <laughs> on. Go ahead. It's your turn. Go but, ahead. So. So, yeah, maybe she didn't see him, but I'm just like, all right, let's do the what do you call it? Process of elimination. If it wasn't my girlfriend, she didn't have a gun on her. I don't know why she would shoot me if they were arguing with Tori. It sounded like that was the 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 where it was really focused at the security guard that was driving the car. Maybe it could have been him. But if Tori sent the text message the next morning saying, I'm sorry. So what does this mean? I'm sorry, I was drunk. I was drunk. Wouldn't it say, I'm sorry, my security guard was protecting my security? Like, wouldn't it say something like that? I don't think he'd be taking responsibility for it that quickly, that easily, in a sentence. But Brittany, haven't you ever ever apologized? And it could have been actually apologizing for a situation that went down and you didn't do anything. And I think you have, but it's something between me and you. It's nothing that you did to me, but you told me some t- one time that something happened that you had nothing to do with, but somebody might have been with you and they did something. I'm talking around something right now, but you apologized to the party it happened to, and you had nothing to do with it, would have never done nothing like that, but this person happened to be with you when something happened. So you apologize for the situation going down like that. Okay, that's possible, but I don't, I feel like if it wasn't him, I, that'd be the first thing I'm saying in my apology. I know this wasn't me, or you, I'm sorry for a blah, 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 a bleep, 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 blah, blah, I'm snitching. This, this is the lyric I really wanted to give you, and I was looking for it. It's in the same song. Okay. Uh, okay, here it is. Jealous feelings. Niggas best at catching like they Odell. It's rap niggas out here telling Megan she should go tell. But she won't tell the truth because I'll be kicked up in my hotel. When the spiteful live shysty, it's real trife. You niggas playing Instagram, I'm playing real life. Now, let's go back to the fact that I said Megan didn't go to the police and give them the whole story. Now. Let let me play devil's advocate, Brittany. Let me play devil's okay, advocate. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Megan is with a very powerful, what I say, circle right now with Rock Nation, which means we got all the right people in the right places to put the proper spin on things. So Megan comes out with, and again, I'm playing devil's advocate. 
We got the Tory album, which is kind of his side. So when we're playing this 21 questions thing, this is how we got here. So that everybody who's jumping in right now. Now, you got Megan's side. And don't act like we've never seen this happen before, who is, here's going to be the narrative. This is why you didn't tell on Tory. Because so many black men are getting killed by the police. You wanted to save his life. Let's tell that story. Don't act like it didn't happen or it hasn't happened before. Again, I'm not saying that Megan is doing that in this particular instance, but let's not act like it's impossible. So Tori okay. says here, hey, hey, um, everybody's telling Megan she should go tell, but she won't tell the truth because I'll be kicked up in a hotel. Sounds to That's- me, sounds a lot to me like a dude who ain't afraid of the truth. And... A couple of dudes took the album this way, and this is a couple of opinions that I got. Okay. Tori is very much in love with Megan. That's what that, and, and nobody's denying that if you like, if, like, and again, I gave the album a full listen. In love? How long were they even seeing each other? How Brittany, could they be in love? Brittany, I'm I, look, hey, look, Brittany, I don't know, but he's very much in love with Megan. That's what, that's the one thing we gathered from this. Number two, you know what somebody else gave me another point? They said, if a dude is in love with a woman and he's doing trying to do real harm to her, look at the stories we see on the news. She ain't getting her foot shot. Most men that are in love with a woman that that do some harm to a woman, she ain't getting her foot shot. We watch the he, news all day. I just watched the documentary on Netflix about the guy in uh, Colorado that killed his wife and two daughters and, and tried to say that the wife killed the daughters first and then his name is Chris something. He wound up killing a wife and she was pregnant and he killed the two daughters and took them and put them in some oil tanks out in Colorado. And he kept trying to tell the story of, ah, my wife freaked out. She had killed my kids. And then I killed her. It's a documentary on Netflix. I will, I will definitely turn you up on it. But again, not to take Tori and Megan to that extreme, but the point that was being made to me as we were talking about the Tori album and the Megan situation was most men, if they're, in love with a woman, right? And they doing this thing of like, I can't have you. Nobody can have you. It's a lot more harm than a skint foot. And again, not downplaying that Megan got shot because I don't want to be shot. I don't want anybody else to be shot. But again, Brittany, I'm just giving you rebuttal points to ask you, do you owe Tory? Do you and the female population owe Tory a bit more of an open mind and maybe even an apology? No! No, a 1,000, no, there is no apology. Tori is lying. I don't believe him. Whoa, and I feel wait like- up. So you saying to me, even with what I just gave you in these lyrics, you think that that man went and did 16 songs to make money and not tell his truth? I feel like it's just, okay, the whole shooting her, if he would have done more damage, if he if it was really like that, he was wasted. He She was okay. getting out of the car. I don't Fair. think he was. He was like, all right, I'm going to, and plus he was with people. If he was alone, that's when I think shit really es- can escalate. It's like, cause you have this power, right? And yeah. so being in a group setting, the best friends there, if I'm there with my bestie and this dude's acting up, oh, we're both, you know, I mean, it's a tag team, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. so, so I just don't see the bestie not jumping in or not trying to, you know, do something about it. But now, now the besties all quiet. They don't. Even, Megan and her don't even follow each other anymore. And then I found out that Tori bought her a chain, and that she didn't. She only posted it on her Facebook, so she didn't really. And she had like dropped some bars Look, where there was like a video, or whatever. So I guess she's trying this, to do music. Ain't nobody too. in that audience going to Facebook, right? <laughs> Who saw that? Who saw and, that chain? Her mom and aunt saw that chain. Ain't nobody that's really <laughs> rocking in this in this hip hop thing saw that chain, right? That's why she on. No, for sure. She on Facebook with the family. Look, ma. Look, auntie. <laughs> <laughs> you know it you know she is but also because it's like why did he buy her a chain why for what she's Megan's best friend but she's dropping bars maybe he bought the producer maybe he about to sign her she's dropping bars maybe you know how people get a new chain when they join a, when they join everybody got a Rockefeller chain if I join Khaled I'm gonna get a We The Best chain Dan did you hear the, the line in the song the other song where he was like uh, yeah, I thought Kylie Jenner was cute, but I was trying to leave with you. I was planning on leaving with you. Yeah, Kylie got a couple of mentions on this album. He Kylie got a Kylie got a, a couple of mentions. That Not is a- disrespectful. Don't tell me that you thought my friend was cute and you were looking at her, but you were gonna leave with me. Cute, cute for even thinking that 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 was a compliment or that's I'm supposed to be grateful for that. Kiss my ass. Oh wow. Kiss my ass. 
Okay. That's well, how I well, feel about that. Well, Brittany. Um, Tory Lanez is canceled. Oh, wow. So, so well, Brittany, um, I guess in our discussion, your final answer is going to be, do, do you or do you feel like the female uh, pop persuasion owes Tory no, Lanez an apology? he owes us an apology and some jail time. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, there, there was my question, Brittany, and I, again... I appreciate you being so open and candid. I do appreciate you, even though you displayed your guns, that they weren't exactly meant for me. But I see that that, that question got <laughs> that one. You almost got caught in the crossfire, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. You almost Brittany, were a look, victim. Look, we, we, you, I told you 21 questions. We was going to be there. So I, I had to go there. I got to open it up like, yo, let's go. You know, so your turn. I'm a, I'm a, it's your okay. turn. So this one, I have a question for you as a man, because I don't know how I feel about this one, but I don't know if you heard about Kris Jenner, what she's being accused of. No, I haven't. Um, Bring me up. Okay. So Kris Jenner's being sued by her bodyguard, allegedly for sexual assault, sexual harassment. I'm sorry, sexual harassment. Then let me tell you what he says she does, though. That she would make unwanted sexual advances. I don't know what exactly that means. I don't know. You know, Chris Jenner likes to drink. You know, she loves her wine. Maybe she got a little flirty. She gives back massages, shoulder massages. Unwanted is what he's saying. And that she would rub her pelvis on his back. Like walking by, I think. How do you you even do that move? I mean... Maybe you're sitting down. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, how do you how do you rub your pelvis on my back? Like, I don't. Okay, go is ahead. Is Chris Jenner that? Or, uh, yeah, is Chris that tall? I don't know. <laughs> but this was her bodyguard, so he's suing her, saying that she did all of this. And then there was also some other stuff, like he accused her of. But I just want to focus on the sexual harassment. Okay. Well, now your question. Your question is, what exactly? Well, how do I feel about it? Well, <clears throat> Chris Jen. No, if you're the bodyguard mm-hmm. and Chris Jenner's had a couple drinks. You know, mm-hmm. a few drinks. She's feeling real nice. What's her her man Corey is not home. Right. She rubs her pelvis on your back. Maybe gives you a little back rub. How we start with the shoulder rub? It gives you a shoulder rub. Okay. What are you doing? Okay. Now wait. Are, are you, you uncomfortable? Wait a minute. Are you asking me is it wrong, or are you asking me if it was Chris Jenner that did it to me? Because that might take me back to TikTok and the MILFs in TikTok and, you know, me finding my TikTok type. That's I'm just trying to figure out where I'm supposed to be at with the question. Now, let, me, let me. You. OK, let me, let me address it seriously. And I think the first part of this that needs to be addressed is this. We live in a world that doesn't feel like men can be sexually harassed. And that's not you guys' fault. A lot of it is on us as men, because what we'll sit around and do go, bruh, you you were scared. You was scared, bro. You, bro, how you was scared, bro? You supposed to, you supposed to knock that down. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's immediately the yeah. bravado of us. We like, like, like right now, if Jason came in and told me, say, yo, man, like, and I know Jason happily married. Bruh, like, like, like the, the, the lady that's in charge shoulder. of the cheerleaders, right? When I was at work, right? She walked by, she just started rubbing my neck, man. I, I think I'm going to file charges. And I hit Jason with this. <laughs> bruh, file charges? You supposed to take her in there with them pom-poms at it and knock her down. You know what I'm saying? That's what we do. That's what we do to each other. You know what I'm saying? Sorry, Jason, I had to bring you in here for example, but it, it seemed to work in this yeah. situation. But, <laughs> but that's, what we, that's what we do as men. So the first part I think we need to address is that men probably need to get off that bravado of that they can't be sexually harassed. Now, I, some people, they just don't really want to be in that situation because he's probably in a catch-22. He worked for Chris Jenner. They the Jenners, the 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 Kardashians, you know what I'm saying? So he got this prestige job. She can do a couple of things. A phone call, he might not never work in LA again. She's Chris Jenner. You know what I'm saying? And then he probably do got this thing of like, I do want to knock her down, but then where we at? She in charge. You know what I'm saying? Like he's never in charge. She's in charge. Now, okay. So I think <laughs> the first true. part of it is, is addressing the sexual harassment thing. If he's really legitimate, because I was waiting for you to tell me something like she rolled by and just hit him with a crotch, like, oh. I see. I see. You know what I'm saying? Like she no. hit him with a, she hit him with one of them. She yeah. hit him with she hit him with one of them like she walking by like Oh, it ain't no ice over there. You know, and, and I'm not telling you things that I know from experience. I'm just things that what? you know, you know, like, you know, like Yeah. <laughs> like she walking yeah, by and she like she walk look, she walking by, and she like, I should have known my glasses wasn't here. You know, but she got him she got him by the crotch. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if that was happening to him, like that is clearly sexual harassment. He's he, you know. But again, back to the first part of this issue is, is being not being afraid to say I've been sexually harassed. Okay. Now, then 
he's got to figure out, do I want to knock it down? That, that's the only way I can go with it. Like, do I want to? Because if you, you either one way or the other, if you feel it, it can't, I feel if the first question is, can you be sexually harassed by a woman? I totally believe it. The mm-hmm. second part of it is you have to, it's like reading the room. That's the best way I can put it. Read the room. Because when you read the room, you say, okay, do I want this job? Is Chris really like we so close because we together so much? Like he probably with Chris more than anybody if he's her bodyguard. Yeah. He would well, her. Yeah. He, he says that it was, yeah. He's with her probably more than anybody. She's a grown woman now, so she ain't taking the kids nowhere. He's with her probably more than anybody, right? So he in places mm-hmm. with her. She didn't have one too many. They riding in the car. He probably big and bulky and, and dark like she like him. Corey ain't there. <laughs> Who knows? You know, Chris probably hitting that. I heard women have that second prime. She got plenty of money. I feel like that's Chris Jenner. Right. I really and plus, Chris like- do what she want to. Tell me what man is Chris. Tell, tell me. Look, first of all, tell me what black man. Chris ain't going to just roll up on in the room and be like, what, we, what you want to do? He could be like, whatever you want to do right now. Exactly. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So, yes. so he probably almost like a little bit like of a challenge to her too, where he's like, he focused on the job and she like, how you doing? I, this is not the window. What am I? I'm, I'm, my purse ain't over here. You know what I'm saying? Like she, she doing stuff like that. So he probably one of them positions. I, I just don't. It just depends to me. My answer is best is like you. You just gotta. What's what you want to do? Me personally, right. if I'm single, but would you be bothered by the, the? Yes. Let's say you're not single, but she's giving you back rubs, massage, uh, shoulder rubs. Yeah, because I would. Because I, I would be bothered because and and this is again a maturity factor of of you and a man. If you if you in a relationship, you gotta always be willing to tell that person, look, respect what I'm doing. And and I got I do this job, but out of respect for my wife and my marriage, don't do this. Don't put me because I because first well, thing I, it, go ahead. Do you think though that maybe what if that's like really all it was though? Just the, like oh, you know when people they say hi, they want to like be nice and warm to you, and you know when they say hello and they just kind of. If it happens once, yes, but if it happens seven times, that ain't that ain't that ain't a mistake. You know what I'm saying? Unless you just see her do it to various people, like if you see her do it to. Her nephew and you know, like a hit him with a quick like she's yeah, standing yeah, there yeah. talking. And it's like a, it's like something she that. just does while she's talking. Then you t- then you take it that way. But if you can, if you are her bodyguard and you around Chris Jenner all the time, you kind of start to know somebody's actions. You kind of know if she just hitting you with the shoulder rub, and all of a sudden you are like, is she rubbing my nipple? <laughs> is she is, is she does she have my nipple in between her index finger and her thumb right now? This is not something I've seen her do. Yeah, this is yeah, this, yeah, this you is know, yeah, like like if she's doing that, then you know it's different. Like I said, you but, you would Chris, like it's like me and you. I see you. I might be like Brittany take this picture, arm around you, and I'm gone. I don't think much of it. You don't think much of it. But if every time we got to take a picture, I gotta place you in front of me like a prom pose, and I'm on your shoulder, you be like, hold up, bro. Like 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 this this something. We ain't got to take all our pictures like this. But every time we go take a picture, I grab you. I got to place you in front of me. We in a crowd. I get you in front of me. I'm behind you. I got my head on your shoulder. That's that's it, a little bit different. That's something that you notice. You people know. But you know what? It's the pelvis thing for me. Like, I don't know. What is Chris? Is Chris trying to help him feel like the. First of all, I'm still trying to figure out how does her pelvis get on his back? <laughs> that's I'm still I can't vision I can't visualize that. And then second of all, ain't nobody gonna convince me that Chris know how to dance. So it can't be that exciting. The only the real excitement here is the and seriously, this is the real excitement here. And I'm not gonna say for me, but for dudes, I just know she's a Jenner, she's rich, and everybody's infatuated with that family, right? She's the mm-hmm. matriarch, and you know she's where the money starts, right? Mm-hmm. Knock her down, bro, bro. I knock Chris Jenner down. I knocked Chris Jenner down, bruh. Bruh, I knocked Chris Jenner down. Let me tell you where I knocked. Hey, bruh, and let me tell you where I knocked her down at. I knocked her down in the back of the limo. She closed the curtains, bruh. I put it on her, bruh. Bruh, I knocked her whole head in the dirt, bruh. Bruh, let me tell you something right now, bruh. Bruh, I twisted that, bruh. I twisted that old broad up, bruh. She was back there, bruh. She still got it too, bruh. Bruh, and let me tell you this, bruh. When I was, bruh, when I was, when I was knocking her, she talking about, Bro, she was. I didn't even know she knew the Jodeci song like that. Tomorrow, sorry I left you. I was tearing her head off, bro. Bro, bro, bro. This story bruh. has gone. I'm just saying, <laughs> bro. I, bro, I couldn't believe it either, bro. Like, no, because what happened? Oh, seriously, what happened? Right, we we left the party. I got her in the car, and I'm sitting back there, and she was on the phone at first, and then like 
her hand was like, it was on my knee. And I was like thinking, you know, she drunk or whatever. And then next thing I know, her hand is up like thigh action. And I'm thinking, and then, bro, she had like a handful. And then, and like, I know she had to know. Because at first I was like, I ain't going to move. I'm going to play it off. Why are you talking about this like this already happened? Because I'm giving you how the story goes in the barbershop, bro. I'm giving it. I got to give you. This is this is, this is is why this is 21 questions. You need this, Brittany. Right. And then I'm like, I'm sitting there, right? And I'm like, she got to know her hand is, bro. She like grip. Bro, she gripping. Bro, she gripping. And then like, like I ain't want to look, but then I looked. Bro, she ain't even on the phone. She make eye contact. And then, bro, she kind of like leaned in. And I don't know, bro. I, I'm going to tell you something right now. Ain't none of these young chicks that I've been rocking with move like that, bro. She ain't even play. She right like did. Chris, she no, I feel like Chris it. brings out the toys. Chris brings out we, the machine. Bro, Chris, let me tell you something right now. Chris is at an age where she'd be first. like, I don't even know if, if I'm going to do this again next week. So let's go. <laughs> You know, but did you get Bruh. the visual? Did you get the visual? I'm, not, I'm just saying, like that's I that's what'll make a dude go all in. He don't he be confused about whether it's sexual harassment or whether it's like, man, I'm about to knock this puma cougar down. <laughs> I'm just saying, I had to give it to you, Brittany. I had all to give right. it to you. All yeah. right, well, you answer my question. <sighs> did 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 I did I I, I answered right? I, I just wanted to be truthful from my heart. And I knew that you would, and you were, and it was everything. It was what I would expect from you. <laughs> what you would expect? <laughs> I knew I said, I bet you Egan was so not Chris Jenner down. Like, no problem. He'd be like, yeah, of course. Why would? I, how would I pass that up? Like, I don't think any man would pass that up. Yes, I would pass it up, Brittany. If I was in a full-blown relationship, yes, I would. Not even. Not yes, even. I would. Sugar no. Mama Chris. No, I'm going to tell, so- nah, tell you something. Nah, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. I would I would pass it up. Seriously, and I'm not even saying it's just because the camera rolling, just because the tape rolling. I'm saying it's because literally one of the my models in life, and I I hope I've been there the whole time, but I'm definitely here now. Don't do nothing to anybody that you don't want done to you. My girl couldn't come tell me that. Like we have to talk about it first and be like, like you she are, has to get you have to get her permission. No, we'd have to be have that talk and that understand our relationship. Like, look, you got this one. And she'd be like, this one. <sighs> Like you ever seen Pam from Martin and she used to always be like, Denzel, Denzel. If her one be like, that's your, like, like she hit me with, baby, I'm just saying like, you know, if I'm in LA. But like, then that's pointless because you don't get the sugar out of Chris. If it's just one time, don't Brittany, you want like a. Br- Brittany, you're in a marriage. Like understand you got vows. You did. Oh, yeah, you had yeah, vows. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot you had I vows. Married. Have some value to yourself. You had vows. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm, I'm trying to I'm all I'm saying is I'm trying to respect my vows. Now again, me just out here all willy-nilly, it could have been in the middle of the pandemic. And Chris might have caught me. I'd be like, put this mask on. Let's go. Put this mask on. Listen. I'm just and then I would have called you, Brittany. I would hit you. Look, and you know how much I hate Snapchat, I would hit you with a snap. <laughs> Brittany, guess who that is? Her, because you know, because look, I ain't gonna lie. To, look, I ain't gonna lie to you. Head. I'd have messed all this, all this little her little hair. Cause I'd have messed all this up back here, right? And you'd be like, "Who hair is that?" I'd be like, "Brittany, you ain't gonna believe this." And then I'll send you a real picture of her, right, with her hair, right. You'd be like, "No," I'd be like, "Show you again," because I'm gonna save the snaps and I'm gonna keep sending. Like, Brittany, you know who it is now. And then I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do little stuff like, look at her purse. Brittany, she, Brittany, Brittany, she is sixty wearing these underwear. Brittany, look, she ain't even have Brittany, she ain't even have on no underwear at this party. I'm gonna hit you with all I'm that. I'm telling you, I know Chris is a freak. I know she is. Brittany, don't be out here spreading rumors. Allegedly, you think she might be a freak. Yeah, allegedly, but she's denying it. So I'm gonna wait and he wait this one out. See what more details come from it. You know? Yeah, she got money to settle though. You got a lawyer that you just settled. That that's all he does. His only job is to settle things. So it's a little money. He probably get a few thousand. Now he ain't gonna work no more. So he he it might be a waste. You know, unless he was really, really, really sexual harassing. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, unless it happened. Yeah. Yeah, then what is he gonna claim? PTSD? I don't I don't know what I don't know what happens after that. I'm not even being funny. I don't I'm not that that's a light thing or a funny oh, well, thing. Oh, okay. Well then yeah, no, I don't think it's PTSD. I mean, but what do you or maybe, I mean? Actually it depends. It depends. It depends. I mean, like, you know, she was giving back rubs. I don't think that would give you PTSD, but then, you know, maybe it could. It's just everyone's different how they react to things. Right. Yeah. So you know. There you go. Bruh. Brittany. Um my turn, I'm I'm probably gonna you probably would um and these I had two things that I definitely wanted to ask you, and this one is a little bit more um serious. So our 21 questions will take a little bit of a turn here. 
but I did want to ask you this. And I want to ask you this from the outside looking in, you know, and, and by that, I mean, you're not black. Best I can put it. Okay. Do you think that in the present state of things, and we talked about this a while back, that black lives still really matter? In the present state of things. Right. And not, and not, and let me put it this way, not to per se you, because I, I rock with you and I, and I, you've proven to me time and time again, that you really about this movement. It's not like a fad to you. You know what I'm saying? Like you just about black and brown life period. Like I, I give you that. So again, I, what I'm, I guess what I'm, the way I'm asking the question is like, remember when it was all we talked about and it was like, Oh my God, everybody was jumping in and this and that and the other. So with where we are now, like to the masses and to what's going on, do you think that black lives matter still matters in how much longer? Oh, okay. Well, if I have to just generalize it, yes. Yes, I am so proud of seeing like people still out there in the streets, people still protesting, peaceful protesting too. A lot of that's going on and not being talked about or shown. Right. So I do think that it's becoming more aware, you know, and I do think that it's changed some people's perspectives to where it's like, damn, you know, I've been living comfortably and black people have been been, you know, suffering and so and there's like a, a inequality there, like, you know, it's not equal. And I think more people are being becoming aware of that. So, yeah, I think black lives still matter. And I think that if anything, more now than ever. Right now. And, and I'm a, a little bit more dive into it. Why I ask you that question is because on my Facebook page, I do a lot of like I share stories and I a lot of like, you know, things wind up being kind of like polls or people wind up jumping in the comments that I don't even know. I don't really necessarily go back and forth with them. I kind of just put the news out there or I might give my little spin on it, whatever. But um, not long ago, there was a guy in Atlanta who had kind of started up his own chapter of black lives matter Atlanta. And then it come to find out he was using the money that was, it wasn't moving that much. And then after the George Floyd thing, it kind of really took a jump. His bank account, the donations, this, that, and the other. And it's one of those things where I talk to you about and I'll be like, Brittany, what's happening with this money? What are we really trying to accomplish? And this particular guy Buying houses, Gucci, cars, guns. They couldn't find, during the investigation, they can't find nothing that he's really doing for the cause, per se. So you know the comments went crazy all back into Black Lives Matter as a gang. We've been tired of this. We need to stop it. We need to stop this. All Lives Matter. Whoop-de-whoop. You know how comments can go. So that, that, and that's what made me ask that question of like, you know, and we talked about this before, you know, all the donations have been done. You know, it's it's election we're talking about now. It's the world is opening back up. It's it's is there a cure for coronavirus? It's the kids in school. So and that that's what made me ask you from the outside looking in. Did you still feel like the awareness is being pushed or, you know, or that we're real trying to try and get that equality? So, you know, just being transparent about where the question came from with me. And I don't know if you got yeah, more to add to that. I think that, well, that did a better help me understand. But, like, I think, you know, he was just a piece of crap person who, like, did it, had never seen money like that in his life. And so he got greedy and did some shady shit. Like, but absolutely, the message is still there. It's just as powerful. And it's going to deter some people and give them ammo to be like, oh, the, like you said, where they're, like, you know, um, uh, talking about it like we sh- not to not donate or to not be a part it's a gang or whatever like no I-, I refuse to listen to that message i still see a bunch of work that needs to be done i still i see a lot more people out there speaking on it you know i have friends literally i have a girlfriend who went to dc it went to dc when this is when george floyd um when that first happened and i forget where that where, where was that that at? was george wisconsin floyd? no wisconsin. that was minneapolis that was minneapolis george floyd was minneapolis. in minneapolis you're right. But I think she went to D.C. for one of the big protests and she was uh, never done anything like that in her life. But she flew there specifically for that to go be there with that big movement. And that was so dope to me. So I feel like this is it's, you know, bringing awareness. It's it's making people care more. And yeah, man. OK, cool. Well, you know, like I said, it, there's no right or wrong answer. But I, and yeah, I, I, I do appreciate you being open and honest about it. But that was what made me really ask the question, you know, because you put these things out there and, you know, us being in this this digital space where you're talking to a bunch of people that you don't always see, you know, but you ask these things and they're out there or you put, you know, like, I, you know, even when I posted the story to my Facebook page, I said in fairness, because, you know, I've posted some things that you clearly know they what I'm thinking, you know, but I said in fairness, this is what's going on, too. Then this is the kind of thing that makes me have a hard time sometimes supporting when I'm not sure where the money or the funding or the support is going. 
you know, mm-hmm. somebody's over here scamming, you know, and all kinds of comments came in, you know, this, that, and the third. So uh, you want, you want to, you got one more before we get out of here or, or do you want to let this rest and come back to it? Cause I mean, you know, this is a, this is a different show for us. This is like getting inside, Brittany, getting inside, not Chris Jenner, but getting inside, you know, getting inside of our, you know, our, our, our thought process inside of our heart, you know? I feel, yeah. I mean, I have another question, but I don't know how much. Okay. You got time. Brittany, you, this, got time? you can ask your question. Go ahead. You know, two for two. You know, that way we'll both get one at two in. Okay. What would you say is the most stressful life event ever? If it has to be between like things like, okay, divorce is a life event. Uh, getting married is a life event. Um Having kids is a life event. What would, what do you think it is? What are you, you most- are you asking me like for me or just or are you talking about? Am I you? Guessing? Okay, so for me, I would have to say the most stressful life event has been the passing of my dad. And I say that because I didn't realize how many things were tied to my dad concerning me until my dad was gone. Like me and my dad have this this thing of um, he didn't live with us, but my dad's always been in my life. Like he's not a deadbeat dad by far. He always, you know, he was there. Um, my love for baseball started with my dad. I'm playing, you know, all that kind of stuff. My dad's at every game. He's all that yeah. stuff. Uh, this DJ thing starts with my dad because I asked, really? for a, I asked for a damn stereo. I wanted a stereo. Give me cassette, give me CD so I can pat people over and turn it up that I got everything I need. He showed up with some damn turntables. Bruh, ain't nobody ask you for no turntables, bruh. But looking back on it, and I, I made a post about this not long ago on Instagram, and I was like, this is the face of a twelve of an unappreciative 12-year-old that didn't have any vision. And I'm really sitting there, and I'm taking a picture, and it's like an old blurry picture of me. My eyes look like I'm high because I'm half like looking. <laughs> Were whatever. you? No, I wasn't high at 12. Come on, chill. I mean, just I mean, I know what y'all do in Mexico and down in, in Mockley, but I ain't do that in the Bronx. But anyway, and my, and my point from that picture was when I wrote about it was I just didn't understand how important that moment was to my dad or how important it was that we shared it, you know, but, but my dad hasn't, you know, he saw some of the success start with me and the DJ Eakin thing, but he wasn't here for a lot of it because he passed away. But I didn't realize until... My son became involved until my dealings with my ex got deeper um, until um, this pandemic hit. And one of the biggest things we talked about this on the show, when I actually went to see a psychiatrist uh, to talk to a, a psychologist or a psych- is a psychiatrist, psychologist, psychiatrist. One of them, it can prescribe you medicine. That's why. Okay. A the psychiatrist. Difference. Okay. So, and when I went and had that talk, I actually opened up a lot about, my dad being involved in my situation and a lot of things that I think about, you understand what I'm saying? And I think like, I I even think one of like, I even think it was rough on me when my dad passed. Cause one of the, one of the lessons that I I wish that my dad would have been better with me about was raising me. You understand what I'm saying? Like my dad was Mm -hmm. never shot away from any talks, but my dad also didn't always have the important talk with me. I think now that I look back on it. You understand what I'm saying? Like my dad was yeah. always like if he when people talk to me and you you've said this to me before, Ekin, you're always busy, you're in stuff. My dad worked like that. That's where I got that from. My dad always worked like if you needed something, he had to be ready if that call was made. And that's been my thought process. But within that thought process, I've missed probably some of the most important things with people I care about, and that's time. You understand what I'm saying? Because I would, yeah. I would not necessarily be out. Like I've had, I've had, and like, I, and I talk about her a lot. My, probably my most important ex, and I, I try not to name drop on here. But <laughs> some of my experience with her, it really came from she thought that I was worried about the fame of DJ Eakin and and you know look at my insta, my social media, whatever. When I was worried about, I have to keep rocking because I never can be not ready if you need me. And I always took that as being financial. You understand what I'm saying? The yeah, lesson I wish my dad would the lesson I wish my dad would have given me a little bit more attention to was sometimes it's just be there to listen. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like so and, and like I even know that with you. Like when me and you talk, talk, or like some days when you've called me and you felt bad, I'm not supposed to say nothing back. You just need me to listen that day. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And and like I said, by us, when we've gotten close, and like I said, sometimes I've talked to you and I've I've walked away from the call and I'm like, okay. 
and I don't know if I solved anything for you, but you blurted, you cried, you whatever. And not, not that you do this a lot, but I mean, we've had a but couple I, moments. I yeah. feel like that we've had where I've had to like dump on you. You dump, you know what I'm saying? Like, and but my job was just to listen. It wasn't necessary to be like, Brady, you need me to come down there. You need me to, you need me to send you some money. You need me to cash out. You know, it was just like, Yay! I need somebody that I can trust oh. to. T- I'm not cash apping you. How about that? Well, you know, I feel like you made that decision way too fast. Like, <laughs> do you see you what happens when we're having these moments? Like, why I like, need. <laughs> and this right here, this this right here. But you know, and and I think, and so when he passed, when he passed, right, and I and I look back on that, there will be things that happen to me now, and I'd be like, damn, this is a talk I wish I would have had with my dad. And I fight Wait. through. I fight through learning it on my own, or I have to step back and go. Fuck. What would my dad say? And then I pray a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll, I'll think that maybe he's talking to me that way, and I find my way to a decision. But yeah, that. And when my dad passed too, shit, I don't even think I got out of bed for like barely got out of bed for like 45 days, 60 days. I barely like, and I mean like really? kitchen, go get something that I needed. Like, almost like almost right, like I was in a damn almost up. like I was in a damn pandemic without wearing a mask. That's how bad I was. Like I was, it was bad. Like it was bad. And Nothing else has been that kind of pain because then I realized I can never, ever talk to him again. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and like I said, it started to really realize all the things about me that were tied to him. Like, it's so crazy with my dad that everybody has always told me that I look just like my dad. It's just, I was about to ask you, do you look like him? I look just like my dad, but I'm a little more darker. My son is my dad's complexion. And the older he gets, he looks like my dad minus the hair on his face. Really? Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. So, But it, now don't, doesn't that like, do you take it? Cause I feel like with some parents, you know, or, or when you become a parent, you kind of change things that maybe you didn't like necessarily the way you were raised in some ways. And so you change that and you flip it and you do it differently, you know, with your child. Right. And some but people it, keep that same energy, you know? Right. But it took me, it took me a long time because again, I didn't realize it. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like for me, it, w- it was different. Like I was stumbling through some things with my kid because of talks I missed with my dad. And not like my dad was, he was there. But again, my dad's philosophy, and I had this philosophy for a long time was work, work, work to make sure you're ready for anything your family needs. Whereas I've seen, and I give this dude big, big props, my boy JC, JC is a time dude with his family. He's a time dude. He's very much, don't get me wrong. Like they got everything set up. Like they got everything set up. Like he works, they work him and his wife, but it's a lot of family time spent as well. It's a lot of like, we just in yeah, each other's face. You understand what I'm saying? And and right. that to me is, is a big difference. And it took me a long time to get there. You understand what I'm saying? Like my son was, yeah. like, I was like, yo, like I'm playing catch up here where I missed, like, he's supposed to call me for this. But he wasn't because that wasn't necessarily our relationship. Not that we wasn't close. Or he didn't know I was his dad or nothing like that because I was there. But he wasn't in that space where this is the dude I call for that. Would you, know? you say that now? Like, you, yeah. that, that's yeah, like, the, yeah, like our talks are way different now. Like we go to dinner and it's like our talks are way different. But it took me to get there. But again, it all still brings me back to when my a lot of times I find myself back and I have to sit down and just be in that moment sometimes by myself and think about it. Because it goes back to when my dad passed and I can't now do these things with my dad that I wish I would have done. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So yeah. those are moments that I'm learning. And some, like I said, sometimes even in relationships, even in friendships, like me, I, for the longest time, I was like, you ain't speaking to me? Cool. We ain't speaking. We just ain't speaking. And you see you me are- like, you see me like, we ain't speaking. And I walk by your ass. Like I got, like I got my air pods in and don't have nothing in it. Walk by your ass like you're not even there. For real. We'll I've walk we'll walk it. up to you and you and I'll be walking toward each other and I will stop. Let you go by. No excuse me. No pardon me. No Bruh, other. I'll let you go literally, by. He gives you the silent treatment. Yes, you don't I will. exist. But then I realized probably if my dad would have talked to me about that. You and my mom like, talked to me about because my mom talked to me about a lot of things, but my dad I stuck took stuff differently. I'm like, bro, this, this might not be the way to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, like what do you yeah. like a lot of people think if you don't talk to you don't talk to people like you winning. But then you miss certain things about if that person was really a friend though, you kind of miss just certain moments that you have with that person. Like you get on my Absolutely. damn nerves. But some days I just want to FaceTime you. And I don't know whether <laughs> I want to catch you in your pajamas and your hair just not quite right. But I miss those FaceTimes. You know? So those are things that I've no, learned. But yeah, sure. if, you, if you're talking about 
about probably one of the most trying things. It's 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 my dad passing because, like I said, so many things are tied to my dad that it, when it comes to me, clothes, God, yeah, so many things, you know. And I just didn't realize it until he was gone, and then you can't talk to that person anymore, you know, like that person. Any little, and it wasn't like he 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 passed and I was mad or anything like that. It wasn't like I felt like fuck this dude. It was nothing like that. We were we were cool as hell, but it's still yeah. a lot of little things that I felt like once he was gone that I was like, damn, like we didn't do this though. We didn't have, you know, we didn't have this talk and I made it through this but, and he was there, but I didn't go talk to him about that. And he was like watching my back and watching over me. My dad wasn't always to step out type be like, hey man, I need to holler at you about that. Like my dad was there for the baseball catches. Like he didn't miss that stuff. Aww, but I just yeah. feel like maybe when I was He's throwing not- that ball, when I was throwing that ball, maybe I should have opened up a little bit more like that. This is what's going on at school. This older teacher lady, she like rubbed her pelvis up against me. <laughs> that ain't what happened, but I'm just saying, like, you know. Stop! You know oh my like, God. You know. But you're right. Yeah. Well, I just think that like you acknowledging those things and saying them out loud is such like that's such a big step forward. And then you utilize those same memories, like this is what I wish, and then you you do that with you practice that with your son right. and you break those cycles. And that's another thing I'm big on is like breaking cycles and like not everything that we were taught was right and not everything has to stay the same. And that's part of growth. So right, I, I'm happy. That, and that's how I feel about your credit score. It does not have to be the same. Like you can fix that. <laughs> you know what? You First of all, that. you can fix that, Brittany. Them, them high fours, <laughs> that is not should not be your goal. High fours. Okay, I'm it sorry. It used That's to a... be better, but you know what? Listen, we're in a pandemic, Brittany, so stop shopping for him. He ain't gonna love you no more just because you go in there and use your use your panties card. <laughs> my panties card, yeah. my JC panties yeah, card. Yeah, yeah. I cannot. They need, are all shut down because he need new towels, and you trying to get him a whole set of pots. Brittany, hold on to your money, girl. Hold on to your money. I was gonna say my most stressful life event is cooking, but, but this wasn't you even know. your question, though. <laughs> Can't just take it over. It wasn't even your question. And if you and and first of all, cooking would not be as stressful if you got in there and practiced. See, you see that face you make right there? That's why cooking remains stressful right there. (laughs) It really is. Like I have I have stuff I need to cook today. Brittany, you can't go in. Brittany, stop going in the kitchen and getting sidetracked. You walk in the kitchen, be like, yeah, I'm gonna make this meal. Girl, my my pinky nail need to be done. And then you leave (laughs) the kitchen. What the hell? That is not the way to learn to cook. That is not the way to get better. I know. Seriously, that is my life. But I'm going to get better at it. I had to say it out loud. And now that I've acknowledged what it is, I'm just allowing myself to get distracted. It'll. Yeah. it'll cool. And I'm going to leave you with this last point about the kitchen. Stop buying them boxes that you just slit through the plastic. That don't help you cook better either. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Open the box and put a small slit in the, in the basket. Oh, put a small slit in the plastic. And then it'd be like, then it'd be like four minutes, then stir. Bruh, that was college Britney. This Britney? Oh, this Britney. It ain't gonna this, taste good, this but Brittany, it's gonna be cooked. This Britney has chicken McNuggets to her ramen noodles. She's special. <laughs> she she's she got etiquette. Oh, Britney, if you don't And weenies. Britney. I'm okay. Like I said, I, I'm okay with following up on my dinner because I ain't asked you to cook for me when I come to Fort Myers. I don't even <laughs> want to experience it. Man, oh man. Brittany, um, I appreciate you. Um, 21 questions was I I felt like this was a good one right here. It was fun. Yeah. I loved it. Now I'm going to go follow uh, Chris Jenner on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, she needs a new security guard. Hey, I'm, hey, I'm, hey, 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 now. <laughs> DJ can podcast, man. Uh, Brittany, as always, where can they find you on social media? So I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Brunch with Brittany on Twitter, Basic Bridge, but I'm trying to change it. Something I can't I don't know if I can. My point is that follow me at Brunch with Brittany. And yeah, that's where you can find me. Oh, well, as always, uh, DJ Eakin across all platforms because that's I just want to stay that way on YouTube. DJ Eakin TV. Shouts out to uh, Radio Influence too. Jason yes. as always dealing with this chaos and um, new show drops at 3 a.m. Eastern time. And um, yeah, and we'll get more clips up because people keep going. Do more clips. I need more clips. Why would you just go listen to the whole podcast? How about that? That, that, that would work right you know listen to the whole Do podcast that. and uh all those places that you get your podcast which that's where we are right the dj can podcast Brittany gonzalez i love you and i appreciate you putting up with my madness 21 questions uh we're out love you bye bye <laughs> 
This is a place for my head quick fix on Radio Influence. The big thing that I need to throw out there is a lot of times when you cut toxic people out of your life, you know, they've manipulated things to where there's a hole. And, you know, it's I I don't want to say it's codependency, but, you know, a lot of times people that are toxic control things and you know, when you finally cut that tie, there's there's normally a hole there and you wonder, okay, should I go back and make this right? Did I overreact? And and, and the thing to keep in mind is, you know, you're not alone in this. You know, everybody goes through this at some point or another. Don't be afraid to reach out to, to the positive people in your life and say, look, this is what's going on. This is what happened. Can we get together and do dinner? And I just need to clear my head. You know, I, I think that's a big key because, you know, when you cut somebody out of your life, and then you just go home and sit on it. Your brain is going to work overtime trying to convince you that you may not have done the right thing. Don't let your brain take over and, and play tricks on you when you know you've done the right thing. Easier said and, than done. Oh, dude, trust me. I, I totally understand that. But the mind is a beautiful thing and it's a scary thing all at the same time. And that's why we're doing this podcast. It can play tricks on you. You can be thinking one thing, but your brain will be telling you something else. And when you finally get to that point in your life where enough is enough, stick to your guns. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, again, if you don't, that's only going to give the toxic person that much more control over your life. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you have to, you have to, you know, you have to find that innate ability to stay strong um, and stick with your decision and not, you know, waver and stuff like that. Um because that can quickly become toxic in and of itself. A Place for My Head with Brandon Thompson and Jerry P. Tuck can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.